0: bsi presents the standard show the podcast that brings you the stories behind the standards with matthew Childs and cindy Parakil. and today we are celebrating because this is our 100th episode
1: so um where are we cindy Parakil?
0: well matthew charles we are at our usual to love tea and coffee house
1: we are indeed and what are we doing
0: Doing our favourite thing, which is <laughs> tucking into a slice of cake and having some coffee. And what about you?
1: And uh, yes, I'm having tea with uh, tea, obviously,
0: obviously, with my
1: cake. Now look. Um, You've actually bought me my cake, and I've already forgot what it's called. <laughs> now, what yours is red velvet cake, isn't yes, it? Yes,
0: it is. Now we've
1: been here quite a few times, and I don't think you've ever got around to actually buying
0: it. No, so, I haven't. I've been so, eyeing this cake, so, so, so I'm really excited. To, talk to, us
1: through it. How, how is it after all this time? It's very
0: moist, yeah. and I love it. It tastes delicious. It's exactly what I had in mind.
1: I will be tucking into that now. We might now there are pistachios in mine, but yeah. I can't remember what else is in it.
0: <laughs> pistachio rose, uh, pistachio rose and raspberry cake It is my favourite. <laughs>
1: It is very, very good indeed, and I'm um, I've managed to demolish almost half of it. But exactly. I, will, I will be looking for a bit. You can maybe have a little bit of that. A little bit. A little bit okay, great. So why are we? having tea and cake what well
0: we we're actually here to celebrate this time a very very special occasion a milestone in our journey
1: some might say a milestone in podcasting i don't exactly. know but certainly in our podcasting journey yeah. it is because we have reached um how many figures
0: three figures three
1: figures 100, 100 episodes
0: <laughs> i can't believe it matthew i can't
1: actually believe it i know 100 episodes oh,
0: damn!
1: i know it high is,
0: five and it's
1: <laughs> 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 I'm it's actually a, t- a bit disappointed yeah. everyone in the cafe hasn't jumped up. A given. I know, it. I'm not even getting to do that anyway. <laughs> see. But um, they've all come here for this special occasion. Of course. Now, we are of it, Pop 7 Tea and Cake, because for anyone who's listening to this for the first time yep. <laughs> may not know that over the last, well, 99 episodes yep. so far, Tea and Cake has featured heavily. It's been folklore, really, for the standard show and even if we don't mention it we're always looking ways in which we can get it into the episode bake it in we could bake it in there we're trying to get it in every time and we are celebrating 100 episodes and we thought yeah we do this really and have a look back on some of our sort of favorite bits exactly and look at the sort of all the Uh, All the content we've featured and also Mm -hmm. some of of the features we've baked into our content. Beautiful, beautiful, Matthew. (laughs) And also sort of a bit of, you know, nostalgia, look at a bit of a history about how we got going and and why we were doing it in the first place. Exactly.
0: And also looking ahead. Where are we going? I mean, I think it's a nice moment to reflect back and also look into the future and say Thanks. A few heartfelt thank yous.
1: Absolutely. So a heartfelt thank you to a lot of people actually. Yeah. We couldn't have come this far without the help of a lot of people. So we do want to take an opportunity to do that. Now, what did you describe this as, Cindy? We were, we were, before <laughs> I turned the recorder on, it was a nice way you said that. Yes,
0: one. I really think it's a heart to heart with the host. A
1: heart to heart with the host. And let's say we even add some more H's here. A heart to heart with the hosts in our home from home.
0: Oh, beautiful, Matthew Charles. You are a wordsmith. <laughs>
2: So hello, this is a voice you don't often hear on The Standard Show. In fact, you never hear on The Standard Show. That's because it is a substandard voice. I'm Tom Wally, the producer of The Standard Show. And a reminder that here on The Standard Show, we really welcome your feedback. Please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts, especially if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can find and follow us on Twitter at show. And on Instagram at the Standards Show, and check out the show notes for all of the other ways to get in touch. And if you want to know more about me, my fascinating life of sitting in a studio all day making podcasts, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Tom underscore Wally, and Wally is spelled W-H-A-L-L-E-Y. and it's mostly about cycling, forest. And that's it, really.
3: Hey, Matthew and Cindy, congratulations from Sun and Senelic Management Center on reaching 100 episodes. You're doing such an amazing job with the podcast and you've highlighted so many different stories and different um, important topics. My personal favorite part remains the personal anecdotes that you managed to get out of your fantastic speakers and guests. I have no idea how you do it, but you do have this talent. Um, congratulations again, and keep up the amazing work.
1: Right, okay, fair that's enough. What,
0: that's what's happening. I know I
1: said you can have peace of mind, but I, I thought you might, I, I might ask first. <laughs>
0: nope, I'll just. Okay, red velvet, okay, here okay. we go. Yep. And?
1: Mm. Oh God, very good.
0: It is really moist and fluffy. <laughs> I know, it. yeah, it's delicious.
1: That is very good.
0: Mm-hmm. So. so, Matthew, let me ask, how did it all begin?
1: How did it all begin? That is a really, really good question. I, I'm, I'm going to go even, I wasn't going to start at this, okay. thinking sort of two and a half years ago, but I actually I think it was before that. So mm-hmm. I've always been a bit of a, a radio fan, mm-hmm. always loved radio, ever since I was a little kid. love that, always listened to radio rather than watch TV. Mm-hmm. And then obviously podcasts came on the scene tw- ten, mm-hmm. 10, 12 years ago, maybe a mm-hmm. bit longer, 14 years ago, okay. something like that. Listened to podcasts from the very beginning, and always loved the medium, always thought it was a great way, obviously, to tell stories and sort of bite-sized chunks and to sort of really bring people in and obviously getting inside their head, you know, talking directly into their headphones kind of thing. So i have always into podcasting and then I've just been thinking, given the work that I do on education engagement, at BSI, thinking, well, this, must be, this could be a really nice way In which to engage a younger audience, but also a wider audience maybe, about standards and what they do. And I got thinking about this, and COVID hit. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've been talking to a colleague of ours, Alan Sellers, and uh, I said, I've got this idea, Alan. I thought, why don't we start a podcast everyone's sitting behind their desks at home these days maybe we could do we could do this now I've always had this idea maybe we should do it now
0: so this was pre-COVID This was well,
1: just 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 okay. sort of started to lock down really and I said to, and Alan I thought about it for a couple of weeks and then Alan and I spoke again and he said uh, we well, should we do this and I said yeah, let's do it let's just do it so we uh, came up with a little trailer right? just and just sat down behind microphones and just thought okay we'll just say we're gonna be um, Providing podcasts around the stories behind the standards as we as we yeah. came up with that idea, and uh, our first episode was all about standards and careers. We interviewed three fantastic um, delegates who attended the IC Young Professionals program, and it was a real sort of advocating for standards making participation. It was all about standards and careers, and it kind of all started from there really. And it sort of that had some really nice feedback, and mm-hmm. people thought oh, that's great, and then we thought, well, let's just keep going. And yeah. That's what we. <laughs> Wow. We just, and we just get a 99, oh, 98 more episodes later. Well, 99 more episodes yeah. later, here we are. Yeah.
0: What a beautiful story. And why did you really want to do this? Like, what is the message that you want to get I, out there? I
1: think it's because, I mean, we, you and I, we work in standards, yes. don't we? And we love these things. We love wow. these crazy little things yeah. uh, that, you know, that we call standards. And it's sort of, I think of it like a, just a single a document, you know, yeah. a bit of some writing, some words on a page. That people from all over the world have come together and sort of distilled that knowledge into mm-hmm. this really useful guide. Yes. Okay. And what I thought, well, actually, that, that's great. There's the thing in the middle. But then there's all these people who sat around the table mm-hmm. and had discussions all around the world to come up with it. Mm-hmm. You know, all these experts and contributors and stakeholders all put in their effort in. And I thought, well, there's something in that. Can't we sort of tell the story about the people who do that and why they've done it? And up the other side, the other side of the sort of document, you've got got the standard in the middle, you've then got users, you've got the users' experience, how they've used that standard to help shape their organisations and their people and help, let's be grandiose about this, help change the world and help shape the world. So I suppose really it was to give, the reason was, can we give a platform to people who wouldn't normally talk about this and sort of Mm -hmm. bring them out into the the light, really, Mm -hmm. and just to talk about with their passion and their experience and expertise and wisdom about the sorts of things to do. And what we we discovered is that people wanted to share their stories. They wanted just to describe what they do, how they do it, and why they do it. And I suppose that's the heart of the standard show, really. We're just asking people who are involved in this amazing community, to describe what they're doing and they're doing.
0: Absolutely, and I also think it is for those people that are not involved in the community, right? Because we develop these wonderful documents, standards, and we want to make sure that it is widely disseminated. So I love the podcast because, as you do as well, I know that you you feel very strongly about this, is is the fact that we get to reach out to millions of people that have who have no idea that standards are working in the background to make their lives easier, better, and safer and it's just such a powerful medium.
1: It is, and I think what's quite amazing, you talk there about sort of yeah. around the world, what we discovered, isn't it? You know, you and I, I mean, we're out, we're out recording yeah. at, um, at our favorite place and sort of have yes. our tea and cake, but normally we're back at home, or we could be recording, recording elsewhere, but, sitting there having conversations with these amazing people and I kind of at the touch of the button it's out there around the world and people are listening all over the world and one thing I'm really proud of I know you are too Sydney is how many countries how how many countries we've been listened to in which is quite amazing well over 100 countries which is absolutely amazing but you've asked me how it started yeah so how did you get involved
0: <laughs> great question uh, well i think i stumbled into the world uh, well not into the world of podcasts but into the standard show um, i think matthew it was when i joined bsi we had a chat about our day job um about some sort of training program and you like my voice if i could put it out, put it that way and you asked me whether i want to get involved so we started off with doing the trailers um but then you realize I think your words you realize that I have more potential and you brought me on board and
1: That's, that is true isn't it we did yeah we chat during COVID didn't we exactly and I thought I was thinking we were just we just started and I think yeah. you came with an idea you came with an idea yes. for an episode about yes. quality infrastructure, yes. infrastructure. exactly about that, yeah. which we eventually hilariously recorded nine months <laughs> later yeah. nine months later but yeah. I did think I thought Cindy has a really nice voice. Maybe Cindy might like to do the voiceovers. <laughs> yeah. As I started to think about about the show and about how we might bring a producer on board, yeah. and how we could make it just better, really. Exactly. So you came aboard that way. So why, what keeps you? In, why, why do you still like it? What keeps you interested?
0: Oh, I love I love the medium. I think it's such a underutilized tool to reach out to millions of people. As you said, I am so passionate about standards and quality infrastructure and how it can help the world, um, and how it can just help, particularly from the work that I do, help developing countries um, achieve their you know, policy objectives or whatever it may be. And I, I just wanted to get involved, bring all of these conversations to life, um, use this medium to bring together the UN, the private sector, um, governments, just to make sure that everyone understands more about this wonderful tool, this hidden gem called Standards and QI. Oh my god, I sound like a nerd, but.
1: <laughs> well, we like a bit of nerdiness. That's what we, we discovered, we isn't it? What we discovered is that, because um, we were worried, weren't we, as we started to do these about how technical the language yeah. would get. Yeah. And what we found out. Discovered through through, through feedback, really, was that people did like it when they lean when guests, sorry, sort of lean into their subject and lean into their language because it's smart people talking about the things that they do. I think it's really, really important, isn't it? Yeah,
0: and using their own language, as you say, it's wonderful. And like, tell me, what keeps you going?
1: I suppose it's because we uh, we're never short of content ideas. <laughs> never. There are always stories to share because you know as we as we keep saying standards are out there shaping shaping the world. These in, these invisible things yeah. really shaping the world around us and making it making life better, easier, and safer, as you say. Yeah. And I suppose we're never short we're never short of ideas for content. Exactly. So we got to 100. I mean, we have around does it let's say around 90,000 standards on the BSI database. Down. We've got to use the surface really, haven't we? yes There's plenty more to go.
0: (laughs) Indeed. Watch out for that.
1: (laughs) Hi, Matthew. Hi, Cindy. Uh, This is Aristea Kiriakati
0: from from the IC. Uh, Wow. You've reached 100 episodes of The Standard Show. This is incredible. I'm very happy
1: to be part of this journey and hear all the fascinating stories about standards and people who make standards. I'm sure you can easily reach 200 episodes and I cannot wait to listen to more stories. Congratulations again. That's um, you, you pretty much destroyed that cake now haven't
0: you? I did, it's, it was too good to resist. Actually
1: how was your coffee too?
0: Yes, it was great.
1: Oh. Actually i realised you brought out my tea and you didn't give me any soy milk.
0: Oh, sorry. This whole Ma, conversation we normally
1: have about the milk curdling oh and all that sort of stuff. Oh my
0: gosh, how could I forget? <laughs> <laughs> so Matthew, what are your favourite themes and episodes?
1: Oh, that's a good question, actually. I think... I do have some favourite moments. I mean, I've loved doing every single episode, obviously. Yeah. They've oh, all yes. been amazing. <laughs> but I think what I've loved about it is that we've gone some from some really big stuff. Yeah. You know, so we've got some really big issues, you know, trade and quality and sort of
0: economic impact. Impact,
1: impact. And you've had uh, climate change, all yep. that sort of stuff around net zero. Some huge, huge sustainability, mm-hmm. these huge big themes, right? And then, but also we've drilled down into the everyday. Yeah. And we've really gone into very specific, either specific standards or very specific day-to-day issues. But I do, I must have, I do have some particular favourites. So, so do you remember <laughs> we did an episode on fireworks? Yeah. <laughs> big one coming then, big one. That was Special. to um, coincide with uh, Guy Fawkes Night of the yep. UK mm-hmm. on the 5th of November, and we interviewed chair of the fireworks committee here at bsi and i really love doing that particular episode because it allowed me to tell a personal story mm-hmm. it allowed me to tell a story about how fireworks were um a really really sort of an important part of my childhood but had yeah. some very very fond memories for me and my children are actually on that episode <coughs> took them to uh, a fireworks display down in hern hill Vel- velodrome in south east london um so that was particularly nice and in fact on that episode that was revealed our guest revealed that although he'd worked on <sighs> these amazing fireworks displays all over the world Olympic Games World Cups he didn't actually do bonfire he didn't do he didn't organise the fireworks in his own bonfire night really? party at home so he let somebody else do that for him so so that was a particular favourite I really enjoyed that one we've done some other quirky stuff we did um, potholes yes remember we did potholes bit... allow me to st- allow me to scribe <laughs> um the Beatles song "A Day in the Life" yeah. and, we're, and we put holes in, in that uh, four thousand holes in Blackburn, Lancashire, and about the relationship. That, that was a great <laughs> that one. Was great. And also, we managed to get uh, Gavin Jones, our fantastic colleague, yeah. uh, colleague Gavin Jones, who plays the violin. Showcasing the talents of our colleagues has been something that I've really enjoyed as well. Um, we also did uh, bees, honey, and standards. We've done oh. bees a couple of times, haven't we? But I had an amazing afternoon at uh, spending time with a beekeeper in southeast london and the buzz of the bees i've uh, been recording with these bees all around me and i i think i mentioned this in the episode where it was actually an incredibly relaxing experience having me i was quite worried a bit nervous <laughs> just what i'd say actually we are i'm surrounded here by the bees and they are, they are swirling around me and landing on my head landing on my hands but they're they're quite quiet so i expected it to be a lot of noise. Is that when they make more noise is that when they're a bit more disturbed is this a normal this is the <laughs> The lack of sound. Is that normal? But I have all these bees buzzing around and again, it allowed me to tell a personal story about how I was, basically a swarm of bees almost attacked me when I was 10 years old, flew over my head. One of the most amazing things I've ever seen. So I really enjoyed that. It was a very chill episode, that one, the bees one. Mm-hmm. But I suppose my, of my, uh, oh, there's, there's another one about, actually talking about sort of food. We had recently melons from Brazil. Yeah. So a colleague, we were discussing a project called uh, Trusted Bites. Yes. So B-Y-T-E-S. And I, uh, the colleagues I was interviewing, we, managed to, we ended up in a discussion about do we actually like melons? Do I like melons? <laughs> uh, um, I'm not. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, Stephen. I think it was quite a slow yes there. <laughs> well, we'll put, your, you we'll put your melon prejudice to one side. But come on, you're going to jump in there. Yeah. So that was quite funny. So it allows, it allows us to dive into those sort of personal, yeah. those personal things really, which I really really and enjoy. also
0: futuristic things. I think you went to
1: a sandwich making factory. Sandwich making factory well, is am dressed up in those PE exactly, and picture. making the sandwiches. And hearing yeah. the sandwiches were made and sort of seeing from a it really was great because that was on-site at a sandwich factory yeah. and sort of hearing from you know our amazing sort of businesses out there who are using standards and standardization to change the way they do things, things. and just give a fascinating insight to go from a lot of the strategic stuff that yeah. we do and, and listening to people in committee committee yeah. rooms and hearing how they develop the standard and then seeing it applied in practice mm-hmm was absolutely fantastic. So I really, really enjoyed that. So Patrick, I'm looking at, is it fa- five lines five here lines, you have work yeah.
2: running? Yeah, we have five lines. Um, we've got line zero, line one, line two, line three, line four. Line zero is called line zero because I came at the yeah. end. So to avoid
1: confusion. And what, what's, what it's individual line has got a different, a different, set of sandwiches being produced?
2: Generally, yeah, as a rule of thumb, they have different varieties depending on what the product. Line one tends to be skillet, which is sort of the triangle shaped ones you tend to see in supermarkets. Line two is our flu wrap products. So the ones you see in a clear packaging, that could be Hot Eats or rolls or paninis. Line three is our patient range. And line four is salad and wraps. And then line zero is a bit of
1: everything. I suppose my favorite, (laughs) favorite bit, because this involves you, Senior, doesn't it? So we went off to Cambridgeshire recall an episode down on the farm oh, didn't we
0: yes we did and it on the was farm. amazing with our wellies with our wellies and we had a big
1: discussion about Cindy's brand new wellies we weren't really wellies what were they they were
0: Hunters. hunter
1: boots hunter boots <laughs> anyway we ended up i don't know how we got there but down the farmer was telling us about his bulls. Yeah. so at some point in the episode we were discussing the, uh, the average circumference of a bull's testicle. I've got to ask you that you mentioned scrotal circumference. What, what is a good scrotal circumference?
3: Um, a good scrotal circumference is we can't... The, the, the breed minimum is 34 centimetres at 12 months old. So we can't breed from that. Um, but there's the, the older bulls, a lot of the older bulls will be 45, 40 centimetres plus. So the, the larger the scrotal circumference, the better. It means they're more fertile.
1: Now the great thing about that is quite a few colleagues have mentioned this particular moment <laughs> in this particular episode, so it is fun, I suppose. They, it's those things that you don't anticipate when you when you pick up a microphone and start talking to someone. So I suppose those have been some of my highlights, but. How about you? What's been for you? What's been uh, your favourite bits or favourite themes?
0: So many and a lot of the ones that you just mentioned but I think one that comes particularly to mind is the episode we recorded in Colchester uh, where we visited this virtual reality company um, AIXR I think um, they're called and that was so much fun. We got to put on the headsets and um, play a few games. It was such an immersive wonderful experience and I, I really enjoyed
1: that. Oh what's up happen- what's up to your hands now Cindy?
0: They're pink and they've they've got scales and nails on it. Yeah, great
3: nails though. Yeah
0: I know. Well, maybe I'll One's keep pink, this one one.
1: pink one blue by the looks of it. Yeah. The other hand.
3: Close the
1: fist on the now. oh wow and I've got what's Oh what's up you now you've got some spikes coming.
0: Exactly. Out. Oh <laughs> 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 I'm
1: so sorry
3: so, Cindy is just
1: so just whacked me in the back of the head. So that's uh, a proper... Trying, a proper... <laughs> I
0: know, I wanted to use my new equipment. Is that, you you know? just
1: waited until you got the spikes to do that? Exactly,
0: I was waiting. I was waiting to do this all day.
1: So that, I think that's... Uh, Chris did say when we were getting uh, starting of this um, to stand stand well back. And I, uh, I should have heeded his advice there because Cindy gave me a good whack in the back <laughs> of
0: the neck then um what else i mean there's so many i, I love all the international um, episodes that we've recorded with the un um, on digital transformation on um, with the wto on trade on climate all these really important topics it's just been wonderful and also our you know shorter episodes um standards in 10 minutes but i love the
1: standards in 10 minutes (laughs) yeah
0: exactly i mean they are fantastic it's just been such a wonderful journey and let me also mention the olympics episode that was fun and the videos we used to make to promote these we
1: did (laughs) and and we've stopped doing those people say why aren't you doing the videos anymore we bought the flags didn't we i bought an olympic flag to put those props we were using to those little videos oh they had the laurel
0: yeah i had the (laughs) laurel exactly that was that was really fun it has been a it's been a great journey
1: it has Now, obviously, we can't talk about the content without mentioning the features as well. Of course. We now, obviously, we talked about cake, tea and cake, a lot. Yep.
0: That um, certainly an uh, ingrained feature.
1: <laughs> it certainly is. But uh, do you remember when that started?
0: Mm, no. Remind me. <laughs>
1: well, that started in an episode where we did about uh, the future at smart standards, the future of standards. Uh, and we got talking, didn't we, about the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, yes.
0: Oh, my God. Interviewing
1: a colleague about that and about... Um, Arthur Dent who is the main character of The Hitchhiker's Guide trying to get the uh, the ship Heart of Gold the computer on the ship Heart of Gold to make a cup of tea mm-hmm. and it gets really really confused about whether the milk should go in first and all this sort yeah. of stuff and we ended up with sort of a, a tangent conversation about tea and obviously discovering that as we know there are standards for how to make a perfect cup of tea and coffee and all that That it led to all of yes. that and it's been there ever since, hasn't I it? I
0: know. And this was a disc- conversation we had with Alan Sellers. We well. did have a conversation
1: yeah. with Alan Sellers. We discovered then you didn't like tea, which is a bit <laughs> weird. But we also discovered, um, much to my annoyance, to be yeah. honest, that Alan was very much a, a tea in I sec- uh, milk in second, uh, yeah. which is clearly wrong. We had
0: a long <laughs> discussion. <laughs> even though the
1: standard does allow for it, weirdly. It does allow for that, but obviously it's wrong. We know that. Of course. But also that he doesn't even use the teapot. Yeah, to brew tea, true. which is just, you know, two massively weird revelations, really. Very weird. So there's definitely tea and cake, that's definitely one of them. We also have my favourite. St- oh, yeah. you're going to. You no, no, say- no, no, no. <laughs> no.
0: Go You're <on>. so enthusiastic, <laughs> what was it? Yeah, um, no, my favourite standard.
1: No, my favourite, because the other one, obviously, the other one we love is that my favourite standard, isn't it? where we bring people exactly. in. we We brought a lot of our colleagues, but also colleagues from around the world to talk about why they like a particular exactly. standard.
0: This is where their personalities come into play. And it's just so interesting to understand what resonates with people. <coughs> Um, so that's a really cool feature and there are so many interesting stories. But I think my personal favorite one is uh, your standards journey. I think that is a classic. I love that because um, I think we ask um, our guests whether they were seduced, steeped, or whether they stumbled into the world of standards. And I love that. I think that's great.
1: It is true. It has been one of those things that actually the, 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 the along with the standards desk of news, yeah. Our standards journey has been something that's been there well, since the very beginning. Because yes. we're thinking, what is it that will sort of unite everybody? With? Yeah. How did you get involved with exactly. standards? You know, where you know, what's been your standards journey? How when did it start for you? And where are you now? Yeah. And you're right. We pretty much ask everybody out. Everybody who's ever appeared on the podcast, what's their standards journey? It's one of those essays.
0: Yeah, it's an icebreaker, a <laughs> uh, very special one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and as I say, it's been there since the very beginning. Exactly. Alan, do you know one of the things I love most about podcasting? Go on. It's it's the ability to time travel. Now, Cindy and I were just talking about you and tea and cake and the standards <laughs> desk of news and standards journeys. And here I am now chatting to you. But, 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 but before we get on to any of that, I've got a bone to pick with you. Go on. Now, back in episode, I think it's episode 20, I think back in the mist of time, you said you were popping out for milk. And well, I've got to ask, given
3: that this is the 100th episode, where on earth have you been? I fell down some sort of time <laughs> vortex. I think you know. I just remember some sort of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy quote that that <laughs> was related to it. But but you know, I'm back. You're back. You are back. It is good to have you back. So how have you been? What you know, what's been your journey, man? On all all this time, what's it been like? Yeah, well, <laughs> I went out for some milk, which was you know, and then do you know the next thing I fancied a bit of pizza. <laughs> um, <sighs> I've just started working for for Uni Pizza Ovens, and um, I'm setting up uh, a whole heap of stuff to do with standards and making sure that we make pizzas in products that are safe. So that's that's what I'm doing. And um,
1: so last yeah. time, we, last time we chatted, you obviously you were working you were working for Dyson, weren't you? And working in standards. Now you're still in standards, and in fact, you've had some. Uh, there's been some good news because when you and I first met, again a long, long time ago now. Um, you went on the IC young professionals program and came back a IC future leader and all of that See previous yes, episode's I did. all about that but also now <laughs> aren't you aren't you aren't you the big cheese aren't you chairing the committee now
3: i am i am indeed the big cheese of household appliance safety so uh, i don't know what, how many household appliances are related to cheese, do you think? <laughs> there must be ovens. And uh, do you know, I wonder if those little kind of um, fondue sets are kind of uh, somehow meet requirements of household appliances. Well, there's a challenge, isn't it? Standards for fondue sets. That is something we
1: definitely need to look into, I think. <laughs> so what is the, me the committee? with the committee? That's TC. What's the, what's the committee called? Oh,
3: you want the acronym? I do. I do. it. TC, what we, TC we all- is it? We all have an acronym, Matthew, in the world of standards, don't we? Um, so in, in the world of standards, the acronym is CPL61 and subcommittees 1, 7 and possibly 10. Although I'm not sure about 10. I think 10's to do with toys, now that's pretty. Um,
1: that's pretty awesome. Now, when you first started, right back when you were just sitting on the committee, well, as a your IC, as an IC young professional member, yes. did you were, you were you thinking? oh, Actually, I, I want to chair this at some point. And that does I mean that hasn't <laughs> been that long, has it? From sitting around the
3: table to to chairing the, the thing. I do you know? I can't remember. Uh, I think again, it's this vortex of time that's that's playing havoc with my memory. But um, it hasn't been long, no, and it's been. As we like to say, Matthew, a bit of a journey. Bit of a journey, yes. Yeah. and now so it's so it's all pizza ovens now. <laughs> for me, in the day job, for sure. When when I'm a, at CPL61 about the safety of household appliances, it's all about household appliances. So yes, um, we we have just launched a electric pizza oven that you can use indoors and outdoors. So that is the link to household appliances. Now
1: it's about standard. Now, obviously, you and I know because when we started this thing ages ago, you know, two and a half years ago. Now we're at the hundredth episode. We tried to think to me about what is the one thing, pretty much the one thing we can ask absolutely everybody, and it was about this standard's journey, wasn't it? About where you know it was. How and what you know how and when did it start for you, and where are you now? And it's worked pretty. It's worked out quite nicely, hasn't it?
3: I, I think it's great. I think the. Ability to be able to bring standards to life—you know the unseen things of of standards—and uh, put some context to it and bring it into somebody's kind of everyday. Oh, so that's what that's all about. Um, is is great because otherwise it's just black and white text that that you look into on a PDF and and can mean nothing to anybody. Uh, it can be fright quite frightening, really. I still work with people that find standards off-putting and when when they get over that fear, and it's part of my job is to help people get over the fear of standards, they realise that actually they're really powerful and then they have conversations with people about why it's okay. Well, we um, joke
1: about the S's don't we? We talk about whether you were, uh, what did we say? Whether you're seduced by standards, you're <laughs> steeped in standards, or you stumbled into standards, but you just give me another S. People who are scared by standards.
3: Oh, and it's a very real problem. I'm sure I could dig out some statistics from somewhere. I think it might be an item on the news desk at some point. <laughs> well, that's the other thing, standards desk of news,
1: because there's a bit of a story with that, isn't it? We can remember the first time we did that. And we thought we were just going to have, a, we're going to have the news, right? And I think you said, I think you sort of shuffled to imaginary papers and said, step on over to the standards desk of news. So there you go. There you go. Well, Thank I, you, Alan, for that, for that wonderful moment there that, and I can't change the name now. I can't change the name. We, people think, well, why'd you call it that? Well, we have to call it that. If I tr- That's how it happened. And I can't really change it because, you know,
3: but Alan you know- came up with that name. I think as well, if you're the anchor of, of the newsroom, if you like, what what other desks would there be? You could have <laughs> international desk and current affairs. You know, it could be you know, many it more work, desks. It works perfectly. The standard desk of news, it works perfectly. Yeah, I, I remember doing one of those and it was the uh, bringing into being... Uh, no, hang on. What was it? It was the new volcano sign. Danger the, volcano. Oh, oh yes! Wow. I oh, know. Well, we've covered. We have covered a lot of items on the Standards Desk
1: of News, because as as you know, you know wherever you go in the world, there's always. If there isn't, a, if there isn't a standards re- related to it, it's often a question. Well, why not? Isn't there? So they're in the background, working behind the scenes, doing fantastic things for all different parts of our life, including as we now know. For pizza ovens so
3: absolutely
1: well look, it's good to catch up with you i mean don't leave it so blooming long next time
3: <laughs> well i'd love to yeah. come back again sometime matthew <laughs> maybe do do a guest slot on your uh, standards desk of news i'm not quite <laughs> comfortable calling it mine <laughs> <laughs> we'd love to have you back well i'll also pop in to the uh, technical committee sometime um i was listening to uh, some of your latest episodes and uh, actually feeling very jealous of your uh, tea coffee and cake in the cafe i think you should come and enjoy some committee coffee at, at, at one of our sessions you know and really get into the soundscape of what it's like to to be in a technical committee
1: well that's a good idea we could come in and do we could do a technical committee live couldn't we maybe there's there's a thought yes well that'd be fantastic
3: wouldn't it the the, the clink of the coffee cup and, and the sound of the disagreement i mean sorry consensus Will capture the live rows that take place around the around the table. Yeah, as long as you've got your kind of bleep button ready, I'm sure you'll be fine. I'll leave that to Tom.
0: (laughs) Hello, Matthew and Cindy. This is Lochaine Humphreys from the Standards Development Team at BSI. I wanted to say big, big
1: congratulations on reaching the milestone of 100 episodes of the Standards Show. I can remember the first episode, the very first one, and I'm really happy that I've been able to be a part of three episodes since then. I'm looking forward to my next appearance, uh, and in the meantime, I will keep an ear out for episode number
0: 101. So well done,
1: and keep up the brilliant work. So Cindy, we got to 100 amazing yes. and we have pretty much demolished the cake now. <laughs> we have it. So we've, we've actually done that. So... The next hundred, then. I mean, we've touched on loads of themes already in the first yeah. hundred. But where, where, you know, where, where might we go next? We think.
0: I think digital is definitely going to be a reoccurring theme, data, um, AI, quantum. There's so much on that front because it's truly going to transform the world yeah. we're living in. Sustainability, net zero, transport, electric vehicles, healthcare, just. Basically everything. Uh, Just basically everything.
1: (laughs) One thing I'm particularly keen on as well, you know, that sort of obviously we started this podcast during the pandemic, yeah, during COVID, and we're sort of we have emerged now into this post-pandemic world. But I think working practices,
0: absolutely, just
1: the way we decide to manage and well lead and manage organizations and how people are absolutely. in the workplace i think there's so much more on that yeah. and that links doesn't it to some of the things you're talking about there in terms yeah. of healthcare and transport it all connects together it all doesn't connects it that's the thing yeah. these things are not sort of isolated
0: absolutely and i think the beauty is that we can highlight the important work of the standards community in supporting these different industries and yeah I really look forward to having those conversations I because
1: I do too and I think that's the amazing thing whatever, whatever you pick yeah. so whatever you pick, pick a sector I pick an industry yeah. pick an idea Yeah, if there isn't a standard story that's a story in itself though exactly. so in a sense because there may need to be just deciding yeah. a glossary of terms for yeah. example so for net zero is a good example isn't it yeah. where you know recently yeah. published some guidelines about what do we mean by this could we all share the same terms Deciding yep. so things like that so I think there's Wherever we go, whatever we talk about, there's going, to, there's going to be it's going to be a standard story. And of course, alongside all of that, we still have our. Uh my favourite standards, yeah. and we'll have our standards desk of news, and we'll have our standards journeys of our guests, and also, don't want to give too much away now, but lots of other series already in the pipeline. Yep. Lots of standards in 10 minutes, but also some other other special series highlighting particular aspects of the standards world. Looking forward to doing all of those.
0: Exactly. You watch out, lovely listeners. We've got a lot of surprises for you. <laughs>
3: Hi Cindy, hi Matthew, this is Amelie from Dean German Institute for Standardization. Oh my God, you made it 100, who would have thought? I mean, you're talking about standardization. And I mean, everybody thinks this is just the dullest thing in the world and nobody would ever listen to it, but people do. And I mean, your podcast is really great, I love it. And it's a bit of a role model. And I so hope that after my little first podcast, Human Beings Are Not Ends, I will actually follow up with something like you did, like having talks to colleagues and making the stories behind standards visible and exciting. So keep it up and I am already looking forward to the next 100 or maybe 1000 episodes.
1: (laughs) Hear you! Well, Cindy, uh, we've come to the end of the cake.
0: Yes, we have. How, how
1: was the red velvet? And finally, delicious. Delicious. Good. it was really yep. good.
0: Probably not as good as yours. The, That's
1: p- the pistachio was amazing. And next time we come, I'm, I think I'm having this all the time. Yeah, me too. That's worse. <laughs> But it'll be that from now on. We did say that we'd, we'd sort of w- we'd go through the entire cake range. Yep, and we and have, and now um, we've made a decision. We've highlighted on. They've, yep. they've settled on that. Level, yep, is it. The absolutely. Pistachio. Yeah. <laughs> so we come to the end of the cake and come to the end of this hundredth episode celebration. Amazing. <laughs> so I suppose we can only. We have to finish really with some thank yous, don't we?
0: Absolutely. Some heartfelt thank yous. And do you want to kick off?
1: I will kick off, and I want to say what. My the first thank you really is to Alan Sellers. Yeah. So a huge thank you to Alan for getting on board in the first place and going with my idea and thinking okay let's do this and I think what was amazing from that is just we got on with it we did it had some lovely feedback and we kept going and I think um, the conversations I had with Alan at the very beginning sort of shaped the whole tone of the podcast the standards journey and standard desk of news and that sort of slightly quirkiness and the, the sort of tone the tone that we used we sort of set that out from the very beginning and we've continued and yeah. here we are now 100 episodes later so huge thank you from from me and Cindy isn't it really absolutely
0: yes and i think next up would be our wonderful guests we've had brilliant conversations with people from all around the world inside and outside of bsi it, it's just been fantastic it
1: has been fantastic and i think what's amazing it's all it's all different levels really all different all different experiences yeah, exactly. just talking in their own way sharing their own expertise and passion about standards it's been absolutely brilliant and i think some of those guests some of those certain those and those colleagues from bsi but also outside bsi also for sharing their ideas yeah sort of coming with ideas for episodes and, su- and guest suggestions and just supporting us and spreading the word that's been amazing too so a huge thank you to people who've, who've contributed in some way whether they've been a guest or not it doesn't matter they've all played their part and yeah. we wouldn't have been able to do it without them
0: exactly it was a real team real effort, team effort. <laughs> Matthew, we should also thank Lokeen, Aristea, Deborah, and Emily for their wonderful tributes in this episode.
1: We should. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for recording those for us. We really do appreciate it. And um, I also want to say a huge thanks to Tom, Tom Wally, our amazing producer, Tom Wally. Um, just for getting on board, really. I remember I, when Alan and I started the podcast, and we thought, could we even have a producer? Should we even do that? would it be amazing if we had? And I remember emailing emailing Tom, who I, who I knew, the only producer I knew, I knew he was producing uh, podcasts and other things. And I dropped him in email. I found him online, dropped him in email and said, um, I've got, could you have 30 seconds to chat? And he came back, literally two minutes later and said, I love it when people last me to, for 30 seconds for a quick chat. And that quick chat led to him getting involved in the podcast. And I think what's been amazing with having him on board is sort of his his energy and his enthusiasm and sort of pushing us to be as creative as we can and just to keep going, come with those ideas. And it's been fantastic. So Huge thanks, Tom, for being our amazing producer and helping us do all these fantastic yeah. things.
0: I can't imagine what the podcast would be like without Tom. He's just done amazing. And
1: I think it's probably finally, Cindy, we should thank the listeners.
0: Yes. Right, we
1: everyone who has listened to a bit of an episode, yeah. all of an episode, yeah. or even all of the episodes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Indeed, I
1: think really for sort of lending Thanks. us their ears, really, and yeah. sort of allowing us to get into their heads yeah. to tell them stories about standards. Of
0: course, and I want to take this opportunity to thank you, Matthew. Um, thank you for t- bringing me on board. It has been wonderful working with you. You've, you've, you've had this vision and you've brought it to life um i think we've worked well together and i i will
1: i'm f- gonna get emotional now <laughs> i didn't know you're gonna say that well I was, well before, while you take a break, you take a port i just want to say thank you to you cindy it's been, it's been yeah. amazing too hasn't it you, you know it's yeah. been it's been a hell of a journey, journey. Yes. we've yes. had our own no. standards journey yes. on the standards show
0: yeah. you are amazing <laughs> you, you
1: too and we've done this we've done 100 episodes and thank here's you. to the next 100 yes so thank you, Cindy Parakil.
0: Thank you, Matthew Childs. You have been listening to the 100th episode of oh, Getting Cindy
1: Parakil
0: of the Standard Show with Matthew Childs and Cindy Parakil. <laughs> subscribe to us now wherever you get your podcast.
1: You almost forgot to say subscribe.
0: Yeah, I know. I didn't know. <laughs> Is that okay?
2: You just heard a Stripped Media Production.
1: So, where are we, Cindy Parakil?
0: Well, Matthew Charles, we are... At- <laughs> okay, again, go.
1: <laughs> this is going in the blooper section at the end. Yeah,
0: sure. How yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. could you forget we've just arrived? I How know. How could you forget... <laughs> don't even look no chair. i need to i can not i don't know why i just it's like it escapes my mind I'll, otherwise i'm going to forget your name so it's <laughs>